This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on Twitter here at the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, ready to talk some geeky things with you on this pre-Thanksgiving episode with me from Studio C in the Big D of Dormont, Pennsylvania, is John Chichilla. How's it going? Hey. Happy almost thank happy day before day before Thanksgiving. Day before Thanksgiving. So so the Dutters is still is is at Walt Disney World. <laughs> Dutters at Disney is happening. So uh I'm totally jealous. I know, I know. Did her were were her and Mad Mike like ships passing in the like, night or how did that it work? It feels like everybody's been down to Disney World at this point, right? I feel like we're the only ones that have it at, at this rate. Like everybody I know has been going over the last like two or three months. It's crazy. We're, we're talking about making our our first pilgrimage. Oh yeah. Um actually Thanksgiving 2023 okay okay that's kind of the way it goes like you need that kind of like that long plan for for something like especially as expensive it is right so what i want to i'm thinking i want to do the star cruiser there you go there you go yeah i want to go that's do, that's a that's a i want to do the star wars stuff you know i want to do all that kind of stuff yeah. and but uh i i don't know i i it, it's i don't i don't know how i want to do it or anything like that like i'm, I'm afraid the idea of going to Disney and not getting a lot done in a day because of lines and things like that, the idea of that gives me anxiety. So I don't think I should Disney. <laughs> so I need somebody to plan the Disney for me. I need a Disney. Well, there's people that do that. I need so a, that's like their, oh, that's their like gig. a Disney concierge. Yes. Mm, I think if we, now we have, we're talking. I know. I, I know someone that I went to high school with mm-hmm. that I know that I, keep up with on facebook and that's like her that's her that's her job that's what her that'd be fun well anyways uh what we do we we are teasing the idea came up of maybe having dutters and mad mike just do a technology of disney show for our uh for our uh uh, holiday break uh, specials. So we'll see if we can get something sorted there. In the meantime, please go check out everything at awesomecast.com. Hit us at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com for the email. Tweet us at awesomecast and our Facebook is awesome, is uh, our Facebook and Facebook group for the awesomecast. We're also on Discord and Reddit. Uh, you can search for the Reddit, but the Discord link is over on awesomecast.com if you want to join the conversation over there. Subscribe or rate us on your favorite podcast app and watch the video versions on Facebook and YouTube. And of course, we are live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time at least until we get to our holiday break here coming up in december uh and that's at uh basically anywhere where we're streaming we're on facebook youtube twitch uh as well as on our twitter feed as well whatever is easier for you to uh take in the awesome cast we appreciate everybody that does watch live and we do keep an eye on those chat rooms uh if you have anything to say throughout the show here we try to bring it in as much as we can thank you to our people uh supporting us over at patreon.com slash awesome cast our friends at the coffee club level matt weller john DeGore, john carmen Cynthia Klosky, Scott McTaggart, and Mike Pound. And at the fan of the show level, Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Ponder. You guys can support the show, too, at patreon.com slash awesomecast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. 
And uh, let's get into the, the, the mobile. The What's happening in mobile gaming here, Chilla? So it's it's actually not just what's happening. And I just caught this right before the show because mm-hmm. I was actually looking for something else. Mm-hmm. But Niantic and a crypto debit card company are making an AR game where you can own Bitcoin. Hmm. <clears throat> and you're going to be able to go around and tap on AR type elements and mine Bitcoin. Now the Bitcoins that you'll be mining are called, I think they're referred to as Satoshi. So it's a different kind. It's not Bitcoin itself. It's one of these alternative ones, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, It's Satoshis. They're a very small unit of currency worth right now. 100, 120th of a penny. Mm. Um, I'm super excited about this and it's funny because when I was saying, oh man, I'm trying to log into something that I can't get in. I actually want to see, um, are Satoshi's running on, like, can I go buy them ahead of time? Because my guess is these are going to be like the Shib, um, Shibu Inu, um, I don't think Ed probably won't get as big as Bitcoin or or, or whatnot. No doubtful. I can see this. I could see this hitting pretty big, mm-hmm. and I myself have been dabbling in the Bitcoin market. So I, there, um, there's been a credit card they've been advertising on Twit, and I tried signing up for it, but I keep kind of running into roadblocks or it doesn't load or something uh, called BlockFi, and it was something about like as you use the credit card, you'll earn Bitcoins or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, so what I've been doing is every paycheck, I take a very, very small amount of money. I mean, like Mm -hmm. 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not going in, in the thousands, but kind of just spreading a little bit of that around and seeing what kind of return on my investment I can get. There's a, there's a, a lot of interesting ways to do it. Um, this seems pretty interesting to me. There's and and what I'm seeing is, I, watching the TikToks, um, you can see where I get my news. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people like creating metaverse type applications where you can actually go buy land in different metaverses. You can buy a house. You can buy... And this is more of the NFT blockchain kind of situation, right? Not, not necessarily the Bitcoin idea, right? Where, where this right. game is actually saying you're going to get a Bitcoin-like currency out of this that's actually going to be well, worth money? Well, that's what's interesting. So these people... So think of Meta and how everything is going to be VR. Mm-hmm. And think about current gaming... And how everything is kind of half pay to play, half you want the cool shirt in the game, it's gonna cost you twenty-five tokens and you can go buy a thousand tokens for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, there's a couple companies out there that are creating metaverse type worlds that will work in VR that are based on a Bitcoin like digital currency that you 
can invest in. And then you can buy property, you can buy land, you can buy all kinds of stuff in these online universes. And there is a cash, like you can buy, sell, trade, right? Mm -hmm. So the, if the game is backed by cryptocurrency, you have to convert US dollar to that cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you then use that. So you use that cryptocurrency to then go buy something, but you want to cash out. You can sell your virtual house, <laughs> and it actually is 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 theoretically worth something. So this is a so yeah. this is in place of like right now, if you play any kind of game and you need to buy stuff in the game, you need to cash in your stuff for Mario coins or whatever the game has, right? Which really, you just kind of gave your money for a digital thing that has no value. It's just a bit somewhere on a server, right? So the idea is kind of the same thing happens here, but instead of it just being you gave your money to Nintendo, Activision, whoever, uh, uh, for this digital representation, like this actually has some kind of grounding because of this blockchain thing. So if you own it, like if you own that house in the game, there's something more concrete that tells you you own that thing. It's not like, like I keep hearing about, uh, uh, you know, uh, somebody on another podcast talking about how, how the game reset. So they lost all the donuts they bought in the Simpsons game. This wouldn't happen because it belongs in the blockchain, not, not a save game on the, on the iCloud or something like that. Right. Yeah. But what's interesting too, is it's ob obviously it's like stock, right? Mm. It could be like, it could, could end up like stock where the stock is going to be some equivalent to us dollar that it doesn't mean the stock doesn't tank mm -hmm. or whatnot so you could get in and, and it could be worthless um you could get in and you could be a millionaire overnight so mm -hmm. that's where i think I, I think are we past the point where people are going to become millionaires from this kind of thing because i feel like it's a thing where you had to get on it at the ground floor and now everybody wants to get on it so it's not going to be as worthwhile for you to get on board with it i feel like it's you know the stock market version two Okay. So instead of like, it, I don't, I don't think, I think we're still, I think we're still figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's people that still joke about it. I think there's some people that have, I, I mean, Shib is not Shibu Inu that, that coin. Like I got in and got, it was like millionths of a penny when I got into it. Mm -hmm. And so I, for like $25, I got like 4 million coin <laughs> and that four, like that $25 is now like 250. Oh, and so it's, it's, it's so, so this is, would be good to get into something like this. So, right. Okay. I, I think it's interesting. Now, I mean, it, I, it, it was worth way more than that at certain points. I'm hanging on to it and, you know, figure worse comes to worse if it truly continues to tank. Mm-hmm. I'll just use it and buy a ticket to AMC because AMC is going to supposedly take <laughs> the coin as as cash. So, uh, so uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to kind of play with that a bit. I'm hoping I can get my BlockFi account to work here. Uh, so I got. I would also recommend Coinbase. Okay, it's pretty. It's legit, and the reason I chose them was <clears throat> if you have a Fidelity Investments account, like for 401k and stock and whatnot you can actually move money between those and then they have 
coin wallet that also lets you go to a couple different so, exchanges. So tell me uh, if you happen to be a uh, lifelong podcaster that has a uh, that spent his 401k on a restaurant that didn't work uh, 10 years ago. Uh, where should I start? <laughs> so, so interesting. So here's where I would actually start. I would start with Coinbase. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how this would work because this isn't how I did it, but I think it's an interesting idea. Um, start with Coinbase and they have one, two, three minute um little tutorials and little informational videos Mm -hmm. that usually get you like a dollar worth of a coin or $3 worth of a coin. They're saying that you're going to earn $5 in Bitcoin just for getting started. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so, so go, go play the market for free. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other one that I would get into, I don't, I don't know if this one's going to go anywhere, but there's an app called Pi. P.I.? PI mm-hmm. and they the app is for both um, iOS and Android mm-hmm. and what's it called is it uh, so I have five hundred is it this one uh, Pi Network Pi yep Pi I see a Pi Network and I see a Pi browser yeah you want the the Pi Network. Okay. Um, it's like a purple icon. Yeah, the Pi browser has like a similar icon as well, so I'm kind of curious. So we'll go and download both. But of those. this is this is um, you pretty much tap a button every 24 hours and you mine. Oh yeah, that's it. You mine their <laughs> coin. Yep. Okay, so so it's just like that's a low rent thing that you can hop into. Now, what about so since you've been looking at some of this, what about uh, uh, Robinhood? You can um, the the stock app you can um, um, trade in some like Dogecoin, I think is in there. Well, so, but so Coinbase, you can like, I have, I wish right now it, it doesn't seem to be wanting to work for me, but Coinbase, um, I have a, I have like a coin portfolio mm-hmm. um, where I can, buy sell trade okay crypto and you but it's only like certain crypto like and now like my christmas break i want to actually spend some time and learn how to i don't know if i want to go to the extent of mining Mm -hmm. but i want to understand how like the different markets work i guess you could say interesting um how do, how i get coin that's not offered on how do you get coin that's not offered on robin hood or not offered on and then what is the actual value what can you do with something like that you know ho- hopefully ideally well, you stumble on one of these that works out really well you get a bunch of money and you and and, and can sc- scroll that away right right yeah that's i mean that's the idea You're not doing this just to just for our own health and interest is it, it, you know hopefully you it turns into something that's that's my theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if I can retire in a couple of years. Yeah, we'll see. Or if you're interested in purchasing, <laughs> purchasing a fine podcast network in the near future, that'd be good too. Uh, so uh, I am I am currently signing up for Coinbase. It seems so. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I, it's one of those. It, it's been so much, and again, I just feel like I haven't been on the ground floor of it to think it was worthwhile. Uh, but you know, if you're telling me hopping in now might be, uh, 
you know, hey, I guess the, the, the day you start is is better than not starting at all, right? Wherever that might be. Right. And the, the cool thing about Coinbase is every coin that they trade, like they have the white paper for it. You can read about why the coin was created, mm-hmm. what it's used, what its potential use is. Mm-hmm. I've invented, I've, I've invested in a couple coin that you know are meant to actually back NFTs. Um, I've invested a couple in a coin that's used for a sports fan base and fan club. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm tossing around, you know, $5 here, $10 there mm-hmm. and figure you can always convert it back to dollar and get out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, and, and by the way, if you're joining us live, I saw there was a little bit of a, uh, uh, a stream issue there, but we should be back at full strength now. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what that is because uh, it's because it's because I was signing up for Bitcoin and it was uh, doing something right. Uh, so <laughs> it was encrypting your wallet. It was encrypting my wallet apparently on the network or something like that. Oh, I'm hitting the Crave account button. It's not going anywhere. That's weird. Yeah, I'm having a problem getting into Coinbase right now. It says they're having a connection issue. Okay. Um, and it broke everything else here too. So maybe it says my it says my funds are safe. Maybe it's the so 4K file secure. I'm I'm uploading across the room, uh, across the studio here. So no, but that actually shouldn't be doing too much with it. But anyways, so a lot. Okay, so so you you have pre-educated me now on this whole uh, uh, situation here. So I'm I'm really interested to kind of check it out a little bit more. And I'm going to make a note to myself to sign up for this guy later when it's starting to work. If my, uh-oh, uh-oh, then my iPad went. Well, I, I got a little something in the studio here today. And, uh, <laughs> and it, was, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't because I needed a new computer necessarily. I just needed another computer, really. Um, because I, you know, my, my MacBook pro has been my main computer since, you know, I, I, yeah, you know, basically fairly laptop based. And, uh, it's one of those things where you come, I come in the studio and have to set myself up and then I take it home so I can do, uh, the, 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 the nightly podcast with just pro wrestling news and everything like that. And it was just, it became a little, you know, certain things I wasn't getting rendered or certain things weren't backing up because I can't leave my laptop just sitting here on the internet 24 seven. So it was about time to get like a a desktop computer of some sort. So I finally picked up, um, and, and, and the cost of course made things a lot easier, uh, making that decision when, when it came to this. So I did pick up one of those, uh, uh, okay, not shiny new, but, uh, you know, they're a year old technically, but I got a Mac mini M1. Um, yes, I know there's the, the newer Mac chips, but not really on the desktop edition, was there? And I, you know, I'm not interested in getting an iMac or something like Mac minis are kind of like what I need. Um, as far as a computer goes, I don't need the whole, the whole setup. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I was fairly confident we're a year in a, to the M1. So I don't think I have to worry quite as much about, uh, the main apps that I use being a legacy, you know, where I think a lot of the Adobe apps are now on Apple Silicon. Now, um, the, uh, the, the, you know, of course the, 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 the final cut and compressor are going to be a part of that. And, and that, and that's really kind of the main thing I'm going to be playing with between that and the browsers. Right. Um, so I picked this thing up of about 24 hours of using my Mac mini, uh, for business things. Uh, I haven't been able to push a lot of high end work with it just yet. I did work on syncing a, about a two hour, um, uh, 4k video. It was just one camera, uh, and syncing it to audio and then processing that out. Uh, so I, I, I don't think it took, I, I don't think it crunched it like crazy. 
Um, but I'm interested to see what happens if uh, I do have coming in a new multicam uh, uh, show that I don't know if it's going to be HD or 4K until I get it uh, over the weekend. Um, but I'm interested to see how those kinds of crunch. Um, um, uh, I can tell you Photoshop. I got a whiplash from watching Photoshop load. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that was just like, like I, like I clicked on the thing, it just installed and went boom, boom. Like, that's unphotoshop of you, actually. So, <laughs> and again, and I don't feel like I came from, um, you know, I don't feel like I came from a, a low-end or older computer. It was a 2018 MacBook Pro that was specced out, right? It's got the, you know, 3 gigahertz probably uh, 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 i7 and 16 gigabytes of RAM. So, I mean, some things started kind of lagging on it, but I have a feeling it's more software than hardware-based. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, 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 it zips right up. I, I, and, I mean, I still have hangups, but that's because of all the hard drives I have connected to this thing. I need to uh, redo my... Um, my uh, uh, you don't... <laughs> Chill, you, you got an over-under on how many hard drives I have connected to my Mac on a regular basis? <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Ten. Ten. Uh, I think it's definitely more than. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was just trying to think like, well, he probably has like two USB, Mm-mm. like four port Mm-mm. hubs. Mm-mm. With so there's eight. Mm-mm. No, I got a lot of Seagates that have the hubs on them, so I just connect. Oh, so you just chain them together. It's just one of those, I need more space, I go buy another portable hard drive, and it adds on. I got got one Drobo left, and I got that like with uh, four, four terabytes in there, and I was like, I can't do another Drobo. I got to get something else. So I'm looking at something, and I did figure out, in order to back up everything that I have, and this is maybe it's a question I just swing to you now. Um, I want, I want like a raid that sits on the network, but I want a second of it and my house. So it'll sync between the two of them to have a, you know, backup copy. And then of course we still have Backblaze. Um, <laughs> that has about, Backblaze has about 47, uh, terabytes of information backed up for me. And then how much space do you have between your daisy chain of, that's all, that's all that backed up. That's all, That's that all of that up. backed up. All my daisy chain backed up. I have two Drobos that I've never recovered, too, that have a, probably about four, five, six terabytes each So of older, of older projects. So Lots listen, man, I did a project this weekend and I looked at it and I'm like, oh, that's 250 gigabytes. And we're not even, that was like a, that wasn't even the, the multiple cameras. That was the master feed in ProRes. So, because we, we did a, we did a, the only time I do, but then boxing, I, well, that's going to be, that's going to be pushed off to another hard drive and go to the guy that that belongs to. But we're talking about three to four cameras. You got to offload. Um, and we, we record those in HD, record all those in HD, but still those are in whatever the formats the cameras are in. And then we have a ProRes LT, if not full on ProRes, um, uh, of the production itself. So that's a lot of space. That that mm-hmm. this this guy's gonna basically like send like Amazon me a uh, five terabyte every couple of months to send him stuff. <laughs> so is where we're at. But anyways, I, but no, I I think this is um this is this is what I needed, right? Like this is this was the next step up. It's a good desktop machine. My stuff's gonna be backed up. It's something that's gonna sit here when I'm traveling that I can log into and have all my project projects attached to it if I need it. So that's the idea. And Chilla, I'm still using your old. Thunderbolt 2 uh, monitor. 
for this thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I looked it up. It's from 2011. I I mean that monitor to me. It looks great. Super. It looks great. It's one of the better monitors I have. It probably takes like three times the electricity of any of the other ones, but you know. Well, and the problem is it's only USB two on the back. Mm-hmm. Like anything you plug into, it. don't plug any of those drives in there. You're gonna be waiting forever. Oh, well, I, some of them are because I have I have a uh, <laughs> no no because no, I have a, I have a Thunderbolt um I have a Thunderbolt drive, and then I so it plugs right in. I actually was using it because I have some legacy of the old intensity shuttle video and I was pushing my final cuts to my final cut output to a monitor. So I had a nice reference monitor. Uh, so I need to reconfigure that situation. Um, and then uh, I have a lot of older drives that are only USB two, which I believe that's USB two on the back of that. Okay. So, yeah. That is USB yeah, two. So, so you'd be okay. So, yeah. So you're not losing. Yeah. So it's actually, at least you're not, it's actually been really handy. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, no, still using the heck out of that. I mean, man, I tell you, Chella, you, you don't know how my how much secondhand stuff from you I'm probably using around here. Uh, so, <laughs> well, actually, it's funny. Are you going to be? You have more monitors for me. <laughs> I have a twenty-four inch. All right, we'll talk off air. We'll talk off air about that. Yep, we'll talk that. We'll talk that off air when we do the uh, the 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 the, the Chilla Sork swap meet. Um, <laughs> Potter's in the chat room, of course. Uh, he, he said, yeah, there's no, nothing yet for the desktop as far as new chips. Uh, next desktop chips will be the double M1 Pros, he, th- he says. So, and I don't know what this... Are they going to come in at... Does he, does he think they're going to come in at the same price? Mm-hmm. That's where... <laughs> I would be interested because I really like the idea of there being a Mac Mini Pro that maybe has those higher-end chips. Um, because I just think, uh, you know, as I'm looking at other people in, in similar productions, like, like, you know, the Alex Lindsay always talks about, oh, I just get Mac minis and throw them at everything. Right. Like I, I, I you know, for people that want a little more to it, like I, 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 they start retrofitting the Mac minis with like these, these, uh, M one maxes and stuff and pros and stuff. Like, I think that would be, it feels like a, a, a logical next step. Um, and then selling the Mac minis for like $2,000 a piece. But who knows what we'll get to on that. So, no, it's been really interesting so far. The biggest thing was I had not updated to, what are we, Monterey? Is that the new one? Yeah, I think, yeah. So all the uh, the the sounds are different. <laughs> and I'm not used to that. Uh, because I'm, I'm still using, I had to get a keyboard since um, I have a Microsoft keyboard I threw into it. And, uh, and, and I keep hitting the wrong key. And the error code is not what, I, the error sound is not what I'm used to. So that's been that's kind of been interesting to work around. So, all right, hey, let's give a shout out to our good friends at Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Our good friends down there, New York, New York City style, Yinzer made, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, the North Hills, four great locations, and they're on all the delivery services as well to get a little bit outside that regular delivery area. I know our buddy uh, Riz of Riz plays games out in Monroeville has been uh, getting some his slice on. He's a little bit out there but they, they thankfully the new services do deliver them uh go check it out sliceonbroadway.com chilla it's thanksgiving week i'm told it is i my turkey is currently fine <laughs> excellent excellent i got i think i didn't even think i need to make new thanksgiving plans or something i think somebody got ill unfortunately for me uh so i'm we're figuring that bit out but anyways either way it's being nice to slow things down this will be the last big thing i probably do before the holiday my my, my plans to go to a, a gig in boston apparently uh did not come to fruition uh so it's going to be a nice slow week for me but uh I, as usually i like to throw out there to people 
what are you thankful for in tech? Uh, as part of that, when we get around this, I see Potter, you're in the chat room. And again, we do, we I threw the question out on a couple formats today. I know Facebook, we had a couple of response over the uh, responses over there, but, but Chilla, do you have a thing that you're thankful for? And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember if what I did last year, but, um, I'm going to go with it again. If it was this from last year, I'm actually thankful for all of the free services mm-hmm. that offer, you know, video chat, whether it be Zoom or Teams or Skype or FaceTime, I can't tell you how many times over the last year we have used one of those services or many of those services in some way, shape, or form to bring people together. Um, I was talking to people, uh, friends today, and they said, yeah, there's there's some people that are still concerned or, you know, elderly that, you know, high risk that that's how they're, while some of their family may be getting together, um, that's how they're keeping up with everyone else. And I feel like there would be nothing worse than kind of being alone or even with just not being able to see the entire extended family, maybe not in the same room. Um, but I'll tell you what, like last year, for Christmas, we did, we'd usually do a big family gathering. Everyone comes to Pittsburgh from all over um, Detroit, Baltimore, um, Hartford, Connecticut, mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee. So we have, we have pretty distant distance between us and everyone usually comes to Pittsburgh. They, nobody, nobody actually made that trek last year, but everyone got out a laptop plugged it into a TV, um, either used the webcam on the laptop or plugged in an external webcam. And it really brought kind of a feeling of togetherness, Mm -hmm. even though the distance was there. Um, And it was pretty funny too, because even in our house, like people might be in different rooms, but we had like an iPad in one room, a laptop in another room, Christopher was on all day on his iPad. Um, And some of these, I mean, uh, you don't need a lot of high tech for this. Um, You could pull out an an old, an old machine and load Linux on it or, or an old tablet or phone um, and run just fine. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thankful for all this tech and it's not, it's not high cost tech either. Right. A couple hours on zoom is free. Mm -hmm. Um, Teams is free. Skype's free. You may have to reconnect on occasion, but there's there's not a, a high cost or barrier to entry, um, and it'll run on pretty much any device you have, even if it's even if you just want to use it on the phone. I, I think I'm along with that on the business side and, and everything. Like I, I I think this has opened up because um, everybody wants to stream now, and uh, thankfully I'm in a streaming business. Right. Be it the mm-hmm. MMA stuff we're doing, the wrestling or even just, uh, you know, hey, we want to do hybrid conferences and things like that. Or, you know, like there's still, you know, calls coming in for events like that, even as far in on, on as we are with COVID and everything. Right. Um, so, I, you know, I think that has opened it up to uh, for people to be flexible. It, for me, I'm thankful to be in, in kind of the right place with the right skill set at the right time for those kinds of things. Um, to, to help people along there. I mean, I don't know how, how many times I fielded 
uh, whether questions or gotten thrown, hey, can you help us with this thing um, from some of my longstanding clients uh, over the last year? And that's been really, really nice to be, you know, be able to be there for for people to kind of help them through uh, these these kinds of situations like that, right? Um, so it really it really has. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for uh, being. You know, we were already looking at these kinds of things and and, and working in these. You know, be it with this show or or what we we're doing with other clients beforehand. So it just became okay. Now we get to super apply this in a lot of different ways, and it really kind of exploded that kind of idea. And I think I think it's going to make everybody more flexible in the future, right? Because they just like, oh, you know, a lot of people haven't been shoved over the edge of doing this, uh, you know, streaming, presenting, uh, 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 the holidays, you know, kind of thing. And, and, and really the people that were kind of lagging behind, I think, got shoved into it for better or for worse. But now they have the experience and maybe they're less afraid of it. Right. It's the it's the you got you got you got over the first hill in the in the roller coaster and it really is not a bad ride. Right. Mm -hmm. So. I think there's still, I, I, I do feel, I, and I'd be interested in your opinion on it. They, I feel like getting over the hump to going virtual mm -hmm. wasn't, wasn't as bad as a lot of people thought. No, no. Where I think the struggle is going to be is like the, the hybrid. Yeah. Half the people are here. Half the people are wherever they're at mm -hmm. and bridging and making everyone feel like they're at parody or, you know, giving that same experience. And, and I've, I've heard Alex Lindsay talks, talk about it. You can give a really good experience. If everyone's virtual, you can give a really good experience when everyone's in person. Mm -hmm. But that hybrid is the, the tough nut to crack. And yep. usually, it's even for the presenters, you end up catering to one side. Yeah, it leans one, to the, uh, one or the other. I mean, we've seen, well, and even, you know, I've listened to those conversations too uh, with Alex Lindsay and then done these events where somebody, yeah, you know what the worst thing when you're doing an event, Chilla, is? When the microphone isn't needed for the people in the bill in the room because it's a small conference room and you have like 10 people, 20 people because of COVID. Um, but then like the person's presenting is like, do I really need this microphone? And you're like, yes, we are streaming to people at home. Use the <laughs> microphone or you are not talking to half the audience. <laughs> well, that's that. It, we, I even saw that not just in our school district, but talking to a couple other teachers. Mm -hmm. It was really hard for them in the hybrid classrooms to get used to having half the class at home, half the class in person. And, you know, teachers tend to like walk up and down the aisles. Right. Well, it's, but, uh, the, you know, to be in it, right. The, There's the, like, what's yeah, the equivalent. And then you walk up there down the aisle and you're not paying attention to the zoom room on the monitor in the front. Right. When they can't hear you because there's, it's not like a wireless lav mic. Yeah, it's, yeah. There, there's like a speaker box type device sitting at the front of the classroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's, I mean, every, again, we talk about being thrust into it, you know, teachers especially, right? And, and, and a lot of these school districts aren't getting the top, you know, good presentation systems. Like half of them probably just have a laptop and make it go. Hope, hope yeah, it works. Yeah, that's probably funny. I feel like you can do a lot with like a, a laptop and a, even if you gave them a wireless tablet type device with some kind of headset but then you could is, then is that school infrastructure 
good enough to have how many odd Zoom rooms happening on that network in a school. Well, that and the the where I think it fell when I where I think it fell apart is I think a lot of people they got the tech, they didn't get the training. No, nope. and I really feel for those for those entities that did get the tech mm-hmm. and do have the infrastructure, but then like they co- they were cobbling together their own way of doing it mm-hmm. and kind of swapping horror stories and solutions in the coffee uh, around the the coffee maker right to to help each other yeah that's, yeah. that's where i that's where i feel like they could have even today in 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 the enterprise or corporations they, they really had to reinvent the wheel that was already invented yeah yeah and that's unfortunate yep. so a lot of time was probably wasted on that um also we have oh that's what that's in the shot over there isn't it oh i got this i got this monitor i'm trying to place in here and it, i keep finding it in front of the camera so i'm just, I'm just trying to like modify my 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 switcher setup here um we have from the from the facebook first of all ian to ian uh who who was known in pro wrestling as brohemoth by the way uh i don't think you've encountered him yet chilla he's our video game friend uh but he says the nintendo switch he's thankful for the nintendo switch there you go uh and then uh brother sorg matt is getting into linux now thanks to his interest in the steam deck so he's he's poking at that a little bit now uh so i mean uh chill you're the master of uh multi-platform uh <laughs> computering right <laughs> you have any tips for it's, bad out there i'm interested in the stream i am interested in the stream deck and you he creates a very valid point i may have to pull out an old order device and load up linux just to mess around i can't remember with. last time i threw Linux, other than like raspberry Pis or something but i can't remember last time i threw like ubuntu on a machine so, but I, but the things I need are, are now windows based or, or Mac based, right. Depending on the function. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense to, Hey, load Linux on this to make it work. So, uh, I did, I did it. I think we talked about it in a show a, a while ago where there was like a way I actually have a bunch of, or I don't, I shouldn't say a bunch. I have, I think two or three Linux VMs and they're actually just, there's no, U, there's no like GUI. It's all command line. Oh boy. It's just it's just to run a couple of uh, of Minecraft <laughs> servers and there you go. You can you can run you can run a lot of servers on like four gig of RAM. Yeah. <laughs> when you only have like four people connecting. Wow. Yeah. Hey, that's the next thing, Matt. Why don't you set up a Minecraft server? I know he's a big Minecraft guy, so well, he's probably done it on Windows. But so I don't know if he's paying attention. Um, but Lego or not Lego Nerf launched their first Nerf gun, uh, Minecraft Nerf guns. I think they they came, I saw them yesterday for the first time. Mm-hmm. So that may be a fun Christmas mm-hmm. gift too. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's that, that's awesome. So uh, thank you everybody. And if you're listening to this later, please hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and let us know your. Uh, thing awesome thing you're thankful for this year as well so let's see what else we got in the news rundowns here as i try to figure out where i put the document 
over here because uh, I opened all the I opened all that Bitcoin stuff and I kind of lost my stuff here on the iPad. Uh, video game news: Microsoft Gaming Chief calls for in industry-wide gaming preservation. Have you been reading up on this? This is where they want everything. Where they want to legalize. Um, ROMs or something like well, that. I, I, look, I don't think it's about legalizing ROMs. It, 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 they're talking about, so this is an Axios article, and it's been a couple other places too, uh, but that is uh, Phil Spencer, the uh, vice president of gaming over there at Microsoft. He wants the gaming industry to work toward a common goal of keeping older games available to modern audiences through emulation. So this is the idea, uh, not necessarily like, hey, go grab a bunch of ROMs and throw them on your Raspberry Pi necessarily, right? This is more along the lines of, um, you know, what is Xbox doing now? We, we just talked about what last week with the 20th anniversary. Um, they're rolling out like 70 some of their uh, 360 and original Xbox titles were coming to them, right? So, uh, you know, that's what they're doing. Like they're, they're getting these games ready to emulate and st still become available because that's their history. Now, I would say granted to them, their history is only 20 years old. And across the four different platforms, I don't even count the series as a different platform because I feel like it's just an extended Xbox One to me, right? That's been my take at least. Um, so, so they're kind of calling on you know Sony and Nintendo and others uh, to do the same thing, um, using the emulators to do this um, and preserve so you can still do that. Uh, of course, this does get into the issue where the other the other problem with this is. Uh, uh, there's licensing issues, there's technology issues. Notice the, notice the things that don't come over. Like you're not seeing a lot of like Marvel games disappear after a while because the rights go to a different provider and the, and they can't republish things like that. That's why it's been so hard to find like the original Konami like Ninja Turtle games in a lot of places, right? But well, I guess I guess they're doing that now because now you got like uh, uh, one up arcades and things like that popping up all over the place. But but still, like there's even more where like companies are out of business. What happened to Interplay Games, right? Uh, and I think a lot of those properties got bought by somebody, but there's other uh, other companies that didn't have the rights to things purchased or they're in like a legal purgatory for one reason or another, right? Uh, but, but generally, you know, but I, he wants to further that conversation about, hey, what are we doing with this, you know? Um, Nintendo does probably pretty all right because they're doing a lot of the Nintendo and my only issue with Nintendo is they kind of drip these games out and, 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 you know, and, and, and yes, it's a financial, Hey, let's make you pay $20 in time release or 30, $40 in time release, like re-releasing all the Mario 64, Mario sunshine and everything like that. Right. It's all part of the plan, right? It's all part of their you know, that's how they make their money, and and they're really smart about that. But what about the rest of the what's the rest of that uh, uh, library, right? Well, but I feel like that library has such a large following. I feel like it's just their version of games with gold. Yeah, a little bit, right? Like I feel like they don't <clears throat> they don't have some of the guts and power um, on those on those pieces of hardware. But what they have is a library that no one else can have. It's right? sought after it, people you, and people want it. You're not, you're, you're not getting Zelda on your Xbox nope. and you're not getting it on your PlayStation. Nope. Um, but if they can, if they can bring that back and, and I, I, I guess I look at it in two ways, right? Um, 
So what on the on the Wii, right? They had the virtual console and you could pay money mm-hmm. per game. Now you're paying a subscription, which the baseline um Nintendo online to me is is a steal. Mm-hmm. I I the the extended or whatever it is with the Sega and the um, what did they add? Was it N sixty four? N sixty four was the other one, yeah. Yeah, that's a hard that I mean that like tripled the price. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not there yet, but if it gets some if it gets some other titles and some titles that I never got to play, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely consider it. Yeah. Like the Metro, what was the Metroid that was out for the Wii? Uh, the Metroid like 3D. Uh, uh, other M? Or Metroid Prime. Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've never played that. Yeah. And that's like, I would, I would consider, I would consider shelling out like a, a small $10 or whatever mm-hmm. to buy it. Or I would, consider well upgrading my my online if it mm-hmm. if they include and, and actually that was that's something the the prime series i think spanned uh one two were on gamecube into the, the third one for the wii too so um and there might be even remasters on the wii um yeah and then, i mean they do the remastered thing although it doesn't always work out uh just you know asking by playing the grand theft auto uh <laughs> things going on right now um but even that i mean uh, uh grant that you know rockstar got in a lot of heat because when they put out that definitive edition they pulled the original copies on most of the stores so like steam and things like that i was like well so you know it, it, and there's things they changed there's, there's music they couldn't license and things like that so it's like well why why take away my original experience right um that always seems that always seemed pretty crazy like i hate when stuff gets taken off of the app store I purchased the game. I purchased a WWF game, a WWE game, uh, several years ago. And uh, since it was owned by THQ, they took it off the store. I purchased it, and I still can't re-download it. Like that's how much they took it off, you know. Versus other games that are on there, I have a I have an old I- iPhone four that just has a bunch of games loaded on it that you can't put on newer versions anymore. So, anyways, um. Chilla, uh, uh, Krause put this in here for uh, on the Facebook group. Oh, and by the way, before I get to that, uh, uh, Dave Ponder did did chime in. He is thankful for the ability to work remotely, even on a call center. So there you go. He we he, chiming in definitely for that um, uh, 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 remoteness we were talking about there. He also says it's still funny to hear Microsoft Microsoft call for open and shared. Is it really an open and shared? It was more just preservation, right? Like making it available. It didn't say that you couldn't make money off of it. It's not like they're giving away these games um, for free. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure they they want to make they they understand the 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 desire to make. We a can pocket. preserve I, and we can learn from the history and make this history available for new people on the platform and make a couple bucks in the process. This is <laughs> this is the dream. Go ahead. Good trying to find there was an article and it was about i can't remember if it was on the verge um it was on venture beat and it was the three pillars of why xbox is thriving it was a really interesting article and highly worth a read but it talks about how they're reaching players wherever they are they're investing in variety Mm -hmm. 
they're investing in quality. Um, and the whole thing of where you are is, you know, they don't care if you're on PC. They don't care if you're on a mobile device. There was, there, they don't care. There was some some execs. I don't know if it's Phil Spencer or somebody else that says very shortly there will be more people playing Xbox games on mobile than our consoles, and we know this. And they and they don't care. And we don't care. We just want you playing. Right. We just want you on our platform. And so yeah. I thought it was pretty. Just just by it was like I said, it was a pretty good article. I, I agree with the quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to me bringing back or pre- preserving those like we were talking about you can spin up a virtual version or a virtual version of the operating system from whatever system mm-hmm. and run it um it's kind of the dream isn't it i mean, this yeah. was this is a this is a this is a something of a pipe dream for microsoft with with uh desktops and i know they're rolling out a new version of that um or others are or however uh, well, no, it was part of Office. They're doing like virtual desktops or something now, right? Like that we we talked about like a, a couple months ago, maybe a few weeks ago. Yeah, there was. Well, so, there that was your first way to kick the tires on Windows 11. I think officially was to get one of their virtual desktops, and they they mm-hmm. came at like different prices for the different specs. Yeah, but, and, and, but there, but I mean, that's all coming off of like the success of like here. I'm on my iPad pulling up you know, iCloud. I can I can sit on that Mac Mini M1. It doesn't matter that nothing runs on it anymore on the Mac side. I can pull all these games up. I can pull up, Bar- you know, Batman and Wolfenstein and Avengers and Halo and Dragon Ball Z fighting game and Grand Theft Auto. Like that, and that's only going to expand as they, they mm-hmm. keep fleshing this out. And it's still, this is still in beta, guys. You know, it, it's ridiculous. And, and even NVIDIA GeForce is doing the same thing, right? And kind of making that 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 interesting. It'll just, it'll, it'll just be curious to see what happens here uh, in the future uh, with all these. So be very, very interesting. So, um, well... <laughs> Uh, sorry, I had a, had something you come said up. Cross put that. What did, yeah, Cross put this one up. Uh, so there was an announcement. I know it's been going around, uh, but officially, uh, the you know there's been a discussion about right to repair when it comes to Apple. Apple announces self service repair. Apple parts, tools, and manuals starting with the iPhone 12 and 13 available to ind- individual consumers. So you can get in there and fix your iPhone with their. So and they're they're I don't want to say supporting this, but they're supporting it with the literature at least, right? Well, the literature and weren't they doing kits or something where you can actually get? Yep, you can go buy the parts, parts, tools, and manuals. I don't know. I dabbled in the you know replace the battery. Mm-hmm mess around with whatever if you've ever taken apart an iphone like i don't know if i want to do that myself <laughs> yeah exactly i've got afraid of it too right so but but you can't the point is like, i actually you, so you on can't. an iphone 4 i modded i actually did a case mod mm-hmm. on on an iphone 4 where I actually had like the light up back panel, mm-hmm. like the Apple logo on mine lit up. And that was a pain mm-hmm. because you had to take out the battery you had to take the whole thing apart. You had to like 
wire onto existing leads from the battery terminals. Like it was not fun and getting that thing back together. It, it's like Ikea furniture. Like, why do I have this screw left? Oh, well, hopefully, hopefully the couch doesn't fall apart. Yes. Except the, the, the couch, the couch uh, is your communication device and costs uh, uh, $2,000. So right. yeah. yeah, no, no, it scares the crap out of me. Like to be able to get, it's like no, I'm gonna let the professionals handle this. But still, it also means that there can be more professionals to handle this too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is a step forward. It's probably to circumvent other things happening so they don't become laws uh, uh, for them. Um, so, but uh, but either way, you know, and you can't, you know, they're not providing this for your uh, iPhone six to to keep that thing running or your eight or something like that. Like they're starting it now. So, which, I mean, that kind of makes sense because, I mean, to be able to even source those old parts and things, right, it's probably going to be very difficult. So, it's easier to say, hey, something happened to your new iPhone 13 two months into owning it. You know, you can you can work on that. No, you didn't get Apple Care. You can take care of yourself now, right? Mm-hmm. So, instead of going through us. Well, Sheila, I think that's a show. Thank you so much for joining us on this Thanksgiving Eve Eve. <laughs> the Eve of the Eve. The Eve of the Eve, yes. Uh, you're at Chilla on the Twitters, of course. Josh Chilla on the Facebooks. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And I hope everybody's going to have a good holiday. And as they're figuring out how they can Bitcoin, uh, like I will be, or, or or cryptocurrency, I guess. What was it? The crypto... What What is, what is the Staples Center now? The the the, the crypt, cryptocurrency.com, is it? I think it is. Yeah, I think, it, it, yeah, I think that is. Or as they have shortened it already, the crypt. <laughs> from what i hear uh anyways uh at sorgatron on the twitter i'm out there and i'm sharing all kinds of stuff and please follow we're putting more of our news that we're finding through the throughout the week on our twitter on our discord on the reddit for awesome cast and of course as usual on the on the facebook group a lot of stories are getting shared through there like this one about the the service repair that uh that kraus uh shared with us here earlier this week thank you everybody for joining us you have been our awesome audience Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.